sensitive your teeth are, shotgunning like right out of a cold fridge beer is not fun. No, it's yeah, it's even just thing. like yeah, just trying to fuck hurts all the way down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of things that hurt all the way down, welcome to the Talking Reckless Video Game Podcast. Boo, 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 boo. Nice face, Andrew Captain. That sounded weird. He's making a face, not me. I'm not just casually. In- hey, nice He's face. Lying. I was just sitting here. He just on my face. Hey, is your face sore? Brandon Lynch? I'm here. My face is totally normal. Can't comment on it either way. Good. That's, that's the way to be. Uh, my face is my face is ambivalent. Hi, I'm Matt. Matt Eats. Uh, do I say my name off the top? I was thinking about that the other day. Do I? Do I always name myself twice? Hi, welcome to the show. Talking about this video game podcast. My name's Matt Eats. I totally do. I totally do. It's just all you know when you say a thing so it's much you sandwich. don't even you don't even know the meaning of you're just like sounds that I've made every week we, for the last ten years. There's only three of us. When there's only three of us, you introduce yourself twice yeah. and have to talk twice as much. It's that fourth slot. We've, uh, oh, go ahead. We, it says in our contracts that we do not increase our amount of chatter just because we don't have a, a fourth chair. That's right. I, I have to pick up the slack or, you know, mm-hmm. we usually we just leave longer pauses, kind of pad out the runtime a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, my ambivalent face, thinking very carefully, very seriously about shaving my beard. Oh, it's got, we've got about three years into it. I'm just kind of, you know, just feeling it out here for the folks at home. Got about Orange more than that, actually. Four, four years into it. I've lived here for four years, so yeah. Just over four years into it now. Warren just shaved his beard. Was yeah. this a source of the inspiration? No, no. I just have a very long beard. If you never, if, if you have not seen my face, it's about, I don't know, foot plus now. It's like 14 inches, 16 inches, something like that. Uh, long, long and unwieldy and, uh, like, like prone to tangles and it's kind of a hassle to maintain. I it was just so much easier when I Fr- had a shorter beard. Friggin' man's getting smothered by women 24 seven. Yeah. I mean, that's, hey, tune into Tron if you want to, I had to get some, some medical assistance. Like, like you've told stories before, Matt, about how, like, sometimes when the doorbell rings with your DoorDash order, you got to look through the peeper hole and have a bat ready to go just in case there's a couple of ladies outside looking yeah. to jump you. My cans of mace. Yeah. Ready. You ever oh. just find a woman in your pants and not know how she got there? Boy. Well, I mean, not just women. All right. Let's, let's play it straight here. Men, women, animals. Yes, boy. The the things I find in my pants. The title of my memoir. <laughs> uh, it's really thinking about shaving my beard, but it's like it's a big commitment. Well, it's not a big commitment, but like you can't go back. I guess is the thing. And I've been the beard guy for so long. I've been letting my hair grow a little bit to see how that means. You know, they all clean shave, and like I'll just rock the the balding guy look for a while. But like it's all. I'm turning my head in the camera. It's pretty thin. It's like white on the sides. It's big time white on the sides too. I mean, I think you should do whatever you want, but you're not selling me as being like, I've been the big beard guy for a while and maybe I should just switch to the balding guy. Yeah, maybe, maybe I just don't need to be a guy, you know? And like, it no. was, uh, it was a thing. It was a thing for Twitch. I'm thinking about getting a hot tub is really what I'm getting at. I, I think I don't need the beard anymore to make it in this biz. I think you know, hot tub. the hot tub is going to be smaller swimsuit. Real, real talk. I think when we get in the new place, I am, gonna like do me in a in a little tub streaming video games or something in that new fucking hot tub channel just as a form of protest this is what you want in twitch 
I don't don't protest a lot. Look at my there. body. Like well, Twitch has come out and said, uh, "What's what's their statement? They they uh, will never persecute from someone for being, being conceived sexy. as sexy." That's right. Yeah. So I'm safe. That's the uh, that's the first thing Twitch has ever said that I've agreed with. <laughs> yeah. No. Totally. That's. Uh, I mean, it's a that's a it's a bad statement. There there that statement is like completely unrelated to. It's not completely unrelated to the issue, but it's like the dangling keys. We're like, yes, there is genocide going on in Gaza right now, but what about the oil pipeline in Alberta? Like, it's just a little... It's a nothing. It's a, it's a, it's a meaningless statement to make people go, well, of course they can't. That's ridiculous. Anyways, there's a new Hot Tubs channel on, uh, on Twitch now. Hot Tubs. That's a win. Beach. Anyway, it's like... I forget what it is. It's three things. Hot tubs, swimming, and beaches or something, maybe. It's also stupid that it's a thing, though. But yes. I mean, people want to... It's just... There are better venues for, for getting that kind of entertainment. Don't get... I think people should be allowed to show their bodies, and other people should be more than allowed to look at and enjoy those bodies if they so choose. And, you know, if everything's above board, why not? But, like, there are, there are better venues... You don't need to. You just wish that it was like instead of twitch.tv slash sexy people, it was yeah. sexy people uh, so, dot twitch dot TV or something. Right, yes. <laughs> slash hot tubs. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird getting into a space that primarily, well, at a time was 100% about video games. In fact, you were banned if you were off topic broadly on video games. And now it's just become this, uh, I mean, I'm as guilty as anybody. I get on there and, and like, we're making French onion soup or whatever, but I don't know. It's you weird. need to be making French onion soup in a hot tub. Yeah, definitely. Or at least a bikini. Definitely. Yeah. It would be, man, this Twitch thing would be a lot easier if I were attractive, let me tell you. So just, I think I remember, but the hot tub came in because it was the only way to stream in a swimsuit is that's that correct. correct that's correct okay yeah. yeah they had to justify the the swimwear like that's just a win i think i think that's a win for people i know it's i know twitch is changing and and i'm sorry that it is also affecting your business in some ways um but not really i like that i like that it was these people want to be sexy people and then Twitch is like, you can't be a sexy person if you're if you're if you're not in an appropriate situation. And then they're like, we'll go get a hot tub. And then Twitch is like, just, we concede. Here's the hot tub. Yeah, just the the like Twitch logo and a hot tub streamer sitting at a chess table and just like pushing the king over. Just yeah, that's great. Like that's, that's checkmate. Uh, strip away all what all what the uh, like what the topic is about. This was the every man and woman. Uh, getting one up on the corporation, although the corporation still gets handsomely rewarded for people watching the hot tub streams. It's true. the The corporation doesn't give a fuck. They just have to pretend like they do. They advertisers. It turns out advertisers don't care where their ads are run if they're on a Call of Duty stream or a hot tub stream. Mm-hmm. Just want eyes I on ads. Specifically, advertisers want to have their ads run wherever people is watching. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. It's it it. It is weird, and the outcry against it is weird. It's like morphed into this whole thing where if people didn't make such a big deal out of it, it wouldn't be this giant big deal that it's made into now. Andy, do you uh, are you seeing what Brando's camera is doing? No. Is it Rainbow puking rainbows? 
It's doing something. Uh, oh, it's back now. Okay, that was weird. Uh, I guess only I see the the stream side. We have these little preview bars. Uh, moving soon. Camera's not going to be an issue. Hopefully, once we're I'm all... over two thousand today. We we got a good it's the the supercomputer is is oh, firing on all cylinders. Two thousand. That's very high. Crush my scouter. Uh, what was I just saying? Hot tubs. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. No, I don't know either. Shaving oh, back in studio. Moving soon. Moving. Moving oh, next right, week. Yeah. That's right. If uh, we talked about it a little bit in Tron, but moving next week. So probably, or, or rather, I will be in the process of moving when this podcast goes up. So probably won't hear or see too much of me, but I'm going to set up a... Stop if you've heard this one before. I'm going to set up a new studio at uh, the new place, which is going to be cool. I got plans. I've decided... The problem at, at uh, Kevin's place, where we have the studio now, is that... Uh, it's it haunted. Is, well, yeah, that's that's less of a problem, more of a feature. Uh, but it's his parents' house. He he just squats there. And uh, they, they could at any point just be like, we're going to sell the house. You're like, you gotta be, you got to go find a place to live or whatever. Uh, and so couldn't damage the walls. Couldn't, couldn't put anything on the drywall. Didn't want to have any any like drywall repair or anything. So I had to mess around with, if you've ever watched any of our like D and D streams or when we were in studio, built like this big pipe structure that went over the table and like had to, had to hang these big foam pads off like a bunch of stickies on the wall and try to get them up and like moving blankets on, on temporary hooks and shit. Really just trying to make it work as best we could. Uh, but in the new place, I've just decided, fuck it. What I'm just, I'm, I'm, I should just put my, hammer through the drywall the second I get there. Just break the seal. Pah! Can't go back now. Let's fucking hang all these things on the walls. I'm gonna, I'm gonna screw into these studs. I'm gonna mount a TV up there. I'm gonna maybe hang things from the ceiling. Fuck it. Let's go. They didn't make you sign. Not that I'm discouraging you from doing it regardless of anything you signed, but did they make you sign anything saying that you would not do that? No. No, I don't. It's, you know. No question mark? No question mark? No question mark. Yeah. And hang things on the walls, you know? It's. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'll put, like, pictures up on the walls. Yeah. I think I actually signed something that said I was not going to mount my TV, but. Oh, really? No. Oh, shit. Maybe, maybe I do need to check You it might out. not have. Though. I mean, like, whatever. I, if, even if I do yeah. it, when they were like, you get that TV off the wall. They're like, it's yeah. already up there. What do you. Like, I. I Depends I, on the. Depends on the apartment, I think. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, you might not get a damage deposit back. I have, I'm fully prepared. I'm fully yeah. fully expecting to have that room, at the very least, sanded and painted to fix the... Listen, when I say holes in the walls, I mean, like, the size of a nail, not, like... Not literally put my hammer through the wall, but... I mean, whether or not you put your hammer through a wall or not, uh, time is going to come. And I'm just assuming this is going to happen with every place that man lives in. Uh, one Warren Barris is probably going to put himself through a wall at some yep. point. So I hope that that was scary. I hope that doesn't happen again. That was he. We were at a party. Granted, everyone was drinking. So it is like a very easily excused way. But he just stood up and then just fucking fell over right into the wall. Just <laughs> through the drywall. It was like a real, it was a real record scratch, like, holy shit, <laughs> is everything okay moment. <laughs> I hope that, oh. don't break our drywall. What if he, so I've, I, Eva likes to get under feet. I've had problems where I trip and die over Eva. I'm worried that Warren is going to break his neck. I'm worried that Eva is going to like trip him and he's going to just, and that'll be the end of I it. I mean, Warren could, Warren could take a bump. He'll be, he, uh, yeah. Uh, he's slipped on ice and stuff and. 
I guess. All sorts yeah. of shit. So he's not a fragile man. He's just no. He just I, I, if he runs know. into something, he that something has less of a chance than if we run into something. Yeah. I, well, you know, if he, I'm not too worried about Eva per se. I'm more worried if, if Warren falls on Eva. She will. No, that'll be a problem. He will die. If that's what you meant to say no, during this whole conversation, no, not like I, like flat. Yeah. But if if Warren and Eva come to come come into a tangle, like I think Eva will probably come out on top. She's pretty. I think if Warren wants scrappy. that cat gone, he will. I don't. Not I pretend don't it's an so. accident. I don't think he's right. <laughs> he pretends he doesn't like cats, but he. I bet he's a big softy. Like oh, yeah. she'll she'll jump up and snuggle up with him once, and then that'll be that. Be his best friend. Yeah, she's uh, she's never been around people other than me, so she's super she's super skittish. So I wonder, I worry a little bit that they might be a little a little confrontational. When my mom came to visit, Eva was uh, not very uh, friendly. I guess she'll Warren's like always home though, so yeah. I would imagine that she'll get used to him pretty pretty quickly. Yeah, I got a plan to just have her have have Warren feed her like twice, and and that'll probably be enough. Give her some treats. Yeah, she's usually like she we she has a lot of issues. You got to clean her ears and give her eye drops and all this stuff. Turns out I adopted a very sick cat, which was the exact opposite of what I wanted. They're like, no, no, she's been she's been screened for all these viruses. She's healthy, uh, apparently not. But she can she can be just like tail up, claws out, super mad, hiding under the bed, and then the second the food bag, like a dog or something, the second the food bag jingles, she just comes charging out. You're a very good cat. We should all get cats. I've thought about getting a cat. Yes. I thought about getting more cats. <laughs> Just one more. I don't know. Just don't one know where more. I'd put the litter and shit here, though. There's it's no not good so spot. bad. Mine's like, how, how big is your kitchen? Mine's off in the corner of the kitchen. Yeah. My, no, my kitchen's like, it's going to be in front of something no matter where it is. Yeah. Or like pantry or not pantry, but like uh, like closet, closet storage yeah, or something. I've with thought the door about open. like. I've thought about leaving the laundry room door open because that's where there's quite a bit of space and it would be the perfect place except where a lot of people uh, the door swings inward and really like blocks like my bedroom door then and mm. it gets in the way of the bathroom. Like it's not a convenient door to have open all the time. So you just take it off. I'm sure I signed something about that. <laughs> I will not mount you, TVs nor take off doors. Yeah, if you took it off though, you could store it somewhere and then just put it back up if you ever left. Can't see it. But yeah, whatever. They probably get mad. He's handy. If the women don't find you handsome, Brando. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's more to that, but I've never. They should at least find you handy. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I'm funny today, <laughs> man. I'm just shooting, shooting thousands. You guys want to talk about some video games? Long story short, tune into Tron to hear how this went. Uh, I tried Set the to get- timer for the minimum amount of video game talk we need to do before we don't get banned <laughs> off Twitch. Uh, we were way past. We are way past. I uh, Long story short from last week, trying to get my money back for Broken Returnal. Uh, don't do that. It turns out Sony has a very don't fuck around and get returns when we say no returns policy. And you uh, found out. Yeah, you they'll, fucked around and you found out. They'll, that's right. I talked <laughs> shit and got hit. They'll yeah. uh, they'll just swing the ban hammer at you. They'll they'll ban you from your entire PlayStation account, potentially locking you out of thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars of software purchased over when did the PS3 come out? Long time. Tune into Tron over on patreon.com 
slash Talking Markets Podcast to hear all about that. You can hear Matt Eads break down and cry. I mean, I, I think that maybe we shouldn't stigmatize crying so much, you know, especially in men, Andrew. Well, it's uh, for entertainment purposes, purposes you can, though. You use it as a selling feature. Wait, what? For entertainment? Like, what do we, like, is that your kink or? No, it's my, that's, I don't know, a little nugget to get people over to the Tron being like, oh, Matt Eads balled his eyes out. Sure, we all say that we should normalize it and not make it a stigma, but you can't tell me that there's not people listening. They're like, oh, did he actually? And they're going to dip over there and try to find out. Nobody, I've never cried in my life. No one's going to believe Oh, now you ruined the tease. To begin with, also. He's a bad tease, is what I'm saying. I oh. heard you, I heard you, speaking, speaking of bad teases, heard you uh, uh, say Monday instead of Tuesday, something on the radio. We were like, oh, it'll be happening on Monday. Wait, Monday's a holiday. Ah, Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Like you guys have some stuff to iron out. I'm going to go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're going to, you just want to <laughs> step up for a sec? I was Here. in a voice track, too. I recorded it, and in the middle of recording it, I could have redone it, and I didn't. I, I even wondered if maybe it was a, like, sometimes I'll, if I, I got nothing to say for this last break, I'll, like, fake a, when I was on the radio, granted, fake a, fake a fumble like that and be like, oh, me, oh, duh, what a dummy I am, see ya. No, I was, a, I legitimately screwed up. Uh, when I make errors, there errors. I just gave you, I, like, strapped the chute to your back and put the cord in your hand, and you're like, no, no. <laughs> I, no. I prefer to die. You no, need it's the concrete. Fine. Yes. Yeah. I'm. I, I go out with my pride. That's right. I'm not gonna fake it. Uh, you guys want to talk about some video games? <laughs> no, yes. not really. I know. <laughs> Me neither. I'm <laughs> talking about Destiny, Andy. We're playing some Destiny. We play a little Destiny. Yeah, we were doing that again this week. Vault of Glass is out this week. You keep giving me shit over everything I do and all my plans that I say I have. You're like, hey, uh, uh, Andy, we got to get your light level up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll get there. Oh, I guess we're going to be doing the Vault of Glass four weeks after it comes out. Hey, I didn't like, say I that. Now, I Andy's like, I've got to go eat some breakfast. Thing. So- oh, your breakfast. You know who's not eating breakfast right oh, now is saucer. the people in the Vault of Glass. Matt Eads texted me yesterday. He's like, Andy, I'm doing 12 hours of Iron Banner today. Where are you? I was nine hours in when I texted him. Like, you want to jump in for this last three hours with my 12 hours of Iron Banner? And then and I- what's really smart is Eads knew the entire time that he wanted to get those nine hours that Andy didn't. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm not going to be the fucking second fiddle on this team. Andy gets so mad. We're playing Iron Banner, the sweatiest of the sweaty. Well, second sweatiest <laughs> of the sweaty. There's there's one tier even more competitive. And uh, like you already at a disadvantage because it takes your level into account and he's a little bit lower than than the max. And also is using this fucking bow is literally the only person the only person I've seen in PvP using the bow and then getting just crushed by this fucking shotgun that everybody uses, myself included, because it's really strong. And just getting up more and more upset. It's just like, oh, I get a goddamn I get... Maybe you should just join the dark side, Andy. Just hey, you should the check side. the leaderboard, Matt. Who's up there oh, with you every single time oh, we get a W? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's getting Who's so right mad. There? He's getting so mad. And then the last yeah, thing you hear at the end of the game is like, well, at least you did good. I'm like, yeah. Damn, well, there's a couple. Right of, yeah, there, there was a couple I genuinely wish. I'm over here but. telling him like you should try. You should try different weapons. He's like, oh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think I'm gonna like it. I'm not even gonna try them. It's a binding decision. Like, if you pick up another I, gun, you can never go back. I like Iron Banner because they will tell me that my light level will be taken into account, so that when I'm getting my shit mixed in there, I'm like, oh, it's not me. It's the, the fucking light. light level. You know what? I'm just here to have fun. And these guys are. 
way better than me. They got, they've been playing longer. They got more light level. It's when the game tells me that everything's on the even and square and level. That's when I realized that the problem is I'm bad at video games. Are you mad, Andrew? <laughs> no, I'm not mad. I know the truth. You out uh, here spin your lies. Oh, okay. He does. He uses mana. He uses the monarch. Yeah, and I'm dope as shit with it. He's pretty good so with it. A few it, times you've I mean, been like, oh shit. The reason like, yeah. I was thinking about this like long and hard on why you don't ever see bows, and I think I think I totally nailed, it, especially in the Iron Banner, where because uh, a bow you always need like two headshots to kill no matter what, right? It's always two fires, but with faster firing weapons, the the time to kill will just be faster instead of happening on fire two. Unless it's a hand cannon or something that shoots slow. It'll happen on, like, fire 1.7 or whatever. Which means they don't get to shoot back at you. I was thinking a lot about Destiny PvP this week. A lot. Ask me anything. Sorry. Know yeah, thy that's, enemy, that's rough. and you'll know thyself. I think the Traveler said that. I don't want you, either of you to take this the wrong way. Um, just the reaffirmation that I made the right decision right now is... <laughs> is just, and so as we were playing Iron Banner as well, we kept encountering so many AFKers that I then went on to just AFK a bunch of games and grind it out that way because if you can't beat them, join them. Yep. And so yeah, I got another like five games in of like, I'm just going to... All gonna you got to do is just play the games? Uh, yeah, well, if you end, you get tokens and a chance at the Iron Banner weapons. So yeah, you just, you just have to put time in, which means there is a huge amount of people who do what I did and just like... Play. I was playing Hearthstone on my computer and would just like mash the controller every now and again. And if it vibrated, I'm like, "Yep, I'm good. I'm in a game. That means my gun is shooting." Later. I mean, I guess do what the game lets you do and uh, just complain about the game. I suppose. What can you, if what that's can you what, do? Yeah. What can you do? I need yeah. those weapons. And there was a point where I lost the uh, almost like thirteen, thirteen or fourteen in a row before Andy joined up with me. Where every single one. AFK are on the team and then we started seeing them on the other team and uh, that was it was fun to get free kills but like there's a whole other problem like oh I wasted my super on the AFK guy it's <laughs> a lot of a lot of problems in that PvP still the the trials of Osiris last season people were just agreeing to lose they're like how about I, there's there's some kind of way to tell if you're a lose team or a win team and you basically enter the trials over and over again until the raffle dictates that you get to win and everybody just helped everybody. We basically like, I'll lose for you, then you lose for me, then we'll lose for this person. And like everybody just kind of teamed up to be like, this is fucking stupid, but we all want these weapons. All right, I'm in. I like this. It sounds like socialism. It. I think they fixed it, unfortunately. Um, the uh, the one thing I do want to say for people who, who maybe are thinking about getting into Destiny and are hearing all this stuff and are like, oh, I don't know. Um I didn't interact with Iron Banner or Trials of Osiris at all, and I had a great time playing Destiny. You can, like, go raid and do all this shit. You don't need to, like, get every gun okay. in, in the game. Like, like you do. I'm not I saying do. you don't. You do. do. It's like Pokemon. But as a, as a person who's played a lot of Destiny and never had all the guns... Uh, you definitely do not need to get all the guns. Yeah, just like Pokemon. Some people play to beat the Final Four. Some people play to collect them all. Some people play to hit level 99. Mm -hmm. Could learn a lot from Pokemon, Andrew. I know. <laughs> Man's not happy. <laughs> Good. Yes. His arms crossed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I, uh, I, will, I actually liked Pokemon before any of you fucking guys. <laughs> Uh, what do you think of this new season, Andrew? You missed out last season, 
and yeah, I've talked about it a little bit more. We've played a little more of it. I don't think that the season event is anything special, no. but it's all right. It's better than season of the hunt, which is yeah. the one thing I have to compare it to. And I like where the story's going. The story's going some places, which is good. Um, it hasn't really been any new weapons that I've really been like, oh, this is a really fun new weapon that I have to get. Apparently, there's some shotgun for fucking PvP I got to get. Um, that's an old one. That's an old weapon. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's... Um, uh, I really right now I'm just kind of looking for like the, the reason I'm playing right now is so I can do vault of glass yeah. and finish my season pass. Those are kind of two reasons. Like I have, I have weapons that have good roles on them uh, that work really well for me in PVE, nothing for PVP really, but I don't really care. Um, so like, I'm not hunting. I'm not really looking hard for weapons. Like if they come, I'll be happy, but like, I don't need any of the new guns with God rolls or anything like that. Uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm just essentially playing for that raid. I really want to do the raids. So maybe, and maybe get, um, play a bunch of other raids so we can get that anarchy we get enough enough, you enough. Just stop sorry yeah. did you just stop talking mid-sentence to take a drink of beer yeah he did no, and, I'm then, done. and then i frantically like really to pull together the rest of the sentence yeah, you're like you we, not done. we need to do another you raid so we can get that did i did no. i thought i took it at the end <laughs> no, <laughs> no you didn't tell me what what the thing was and then i had to uh the but yeah the anarchy the grenade play launcher a bunch of raids so we can get that Drink on. This is the greatest po- five star podcast. Please rate review. I didn't even notice. I do that all the time. Hey, whenever, I, whenever I get off on a topic that I enjoy, I um, I like it's usually like when I'm having some beverages or like you know I'm chilling with Brando at the bar and I'm fucking just ram ram it rambling on about stuff and yeah, I just like take sips in between it. The beginning <laughs> so. of sentences are the important part. We you know at the end. We figure most of that out. <laughs> Uh, brain fog. I'm with you. It's this this season of uh, Destiny, season of Splicer. It feels a little fillery. There's no like um, the, there hasn't been a cutscene yet, which seems weird. The uh, like the season opens and they're just like, I don't know, the sun's out. I guess you should probably go shoot Get some your guys. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, sun's out, guns out. How did they not? How are you the first person to say that in relation? Well, I would have said it faster, but I was ironically mid sip when he dropped the sun's out. Damn, how is that not like on their trailer for the fucking season? I would bet you they would have got me. They yes. would have got me day the Led Zeppelin just, and the sun's out, guns out. If the tagline for the new season was just sun's out, guns out, I'd be like, and I, see you boys there. And I want a I want a cut scene where the last thing that's said in that cut scene before it fades to black is of all going sun's no. out, guns out. Yeah. <laughs> no, someone else says "suns out" to him, sun's and he out. says yeah. "guns out." <laughs> last season, uh, they started with a cut scene, which was like the, the the story they told between weeks had a cut scene every week, which was was like well done and cool. And, and like, that's where that's Andy and I quote it all the time. That's where we get that really great. No, <laughs> out of Zavala no. fucking space cop. Yeah. Lance Reddick. Uh, heck of an actor. Except in Cas- he's, he's, he's not, he's doing, he's, he's doing quite the accent in Castlevania. I'll say. Downright yeah. unbelievable. It's not just Lance. Re- the only really thing I need from Lance Reddick is Lance Reddick. A read. No, he's doing like um, I don't know what the accent is. You know the pirate from Game of Thrones that like the friend of Sir Davos, that rich yeah. dude. He, yeah. He's doing like that accent, but it's obviously Lance Reddick because he has such a like distinct oh, yeah. low voice that always goes down at the end of sentences. 
but he has like a that, weird uh, accent. You excited for that House of the Dragons thing? Uh, I not 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 excited, but like mm-hmm. I've been hurt before, you know. I know, I know. I'm ready but to love remember, again, but I mean, I don't want to never get your hopes up for anything. That's the moral of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are at least telling a story with an ending now. Yes. And it's not D and D. I don't think are involved at all. Yeah, I don't think those guys are going to have a lot of work anymore. I mean, they were making a Star Wars until very recently. I thought that got canceled shortly after uh, the season finale. That they were. I I don't know when it got. Those guys are. Those guys are too big. Like just because people didn't like the ending, those guys are. Are they've wrote their ticket for years to come? They made more money for a fucking. Uh, broadcast channel than anyone in human history. And at least the first, like, six seasons, you're like, well, these were really well-received. Mm-hmm. You know? On the whole, the track record's pretty good, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything closing on Destiny, Andrew? I should probably open my notes here for the podcast. No, that's pretty much all I got to say about it. Looking forward to the raid. That'll be the next thing we talk about. And then I will put that game down for another season. I saw somebody or or the world first got done today. They're they're verifying. Are we getting jackets? We getting jackets, boys? Fall the glass, clear the clear the raid, or that dumbass two hundred dollar jacket that only people who've cleared the raid can order, apparently. I'm not doing the raid with you guys. Ah! You'll you'll be there. You'll be there. And if I'm gonna buy anything, it's gonna be an Elixney baby thing. So yeah, I want to buy a, a mock championship belt. I want to buy the the raid championship. You guys, I'd get like a plushy ghost. I might yeah, get a plushy ghost. They for real have a a like championship belt, a belt ass belt. Oh no, I know. Yeah, it's, you get uh, one for your character and one for you. Your uh, you get one for your character. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, well, I really want. We, we gotta <laughs> we gotta get in there. Next raid. What do you know about the Vault of Glass, Andy? Ask me anything. I've been reading up on the lore. Uh, Eads, I, I can't. I couldn't even ask a question. I can't remember fuck all from that thing. Uh, great. All right. So it's where the Vex <laughs> came from, right? Kind of. It's original. Like maybe, maybe at the time before they got more into the ins and outs of the lore, I think the general consensus in Destiny One was the Vault of Glass is where the Vex come from. It's the. Uh, the the way I heard it described was it, if if time is like a river, the vault of glass is like the dam across the river, and it's where the vex can uh, pick out individual things they don't think should be in various timelines. And, okay. And when you this is like the the time cop place the Loki's going to. Yeah, I haven't watched any of those trailers, so I'll take your word for that. If, okay. When you when you die in the vault, you cease to exist. Is kind of the the conceit. If you fail in the vault of glass, not only do you die, you you never existed because you're removed from time across all timelines. Yeah. Oh damn, that's kind of a weird thought. And there's there's a whole thing where like a guardian went in and drank the vex milk and turned into a vex, and that's the reason some of the raid mechanics. You know, you have to have that fucking shield. You guys remember the shield? Uh, no, I remember the thing that uh, makes it so that the the void doesn't like collapse on you, like your like your screen is blacking out and you need to mm-hmm. get the 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 light thing uh, to make your so you have your vision and then you'll slowly start being able to not see again. I remember that was a big mechanic. I remember the oracles were a big mechanic, yep. which were just the little yep. orbs he had to shoot. It's like the little square um, thingies. Maybe was the shield was the shield maybe the thing that distributed the 
the go away darkness buff. And I remember you had to stand. I think whoever was holding it had to like maybe hold left trigger and like plant it, and everyone had to like, oh, we gotta stand behind it or something. Uh, yeah, that, and that might have also been how you were getting the buff yeah. from. I can guarantee you that at the last time I did the Vault of Glass, they were not letting me anywhere near that shield. So I I have done this raid and I've done it with you guys because I distinctly remember this fucking shield thing. Is this yeah, the you, is this you, the Doggo raid? This is not the Doggo raid, right? That's two. No, that's no. Destiny two. Yeah, yeah is, that's callous. This is two thousand fourteen. I I'm pretty sure I don't think I beat the final boss because I never got the like thing on my my like timeline. Stuff you've done? Yeah, you didn't beat it with us. I know that. Yeah, so. but I think I was at least in there with you guys because I, the more I talk about this fucking shield thing, I can like see it in my head. It's it's a diamond. It's like got hard corners. It's like a mm. diamond of light. I can remember parts of it. Like I can remember you had to go like through one of the gates to like one of the two different planets that were in some other time stream and oh, go yeah, and yeah. get the thing and bring it back. But you were Past the darkness was constantly closing in on you. So people had to be buffing you so you could see where you're going. Otherwise you just fucking run off the edge. Mm-hmm. You, you have to go to the past timeline and get something and get in the future timeline, future, which yeah. should, should create a paradox, but I so guess I the, not. Call outs, the call outs for those were red and green. I remember that. Oh yeah. That's past me. Yeah. Wow. Takes you back. Yeah. Destiny, it, it has changed a lot, but in a lot of ways, is still that same game from all them years ago. 2013. Oh, the Jesus. fucking, the, the, whatever they're called, the, uh, the flying guys, the stealth sequence in the cave. Yeah, that's the only part uh, I remember. That was a nightmare. <sighs> is that part dark? Is it like pitch black in that stealth? No, pitch black, but it's dark. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of all coming back to me. There's a path you have to take, and yeah. I remember we had somebody that knew the whole path, but like there's yeah. a specific. I guess group. That it's getting mixed up because yeah. the uh, there was totally a stealth part in in Leviathan as well, wasn't there? Yeah, Leviathan. I remember like yeah. it was yesterday. The Vault of Glass. I only remember like yeah. little bits and pieces of it. Well, we um we played Leviathan like a few times. Where oh, yeah. Vault, you we and shot I hunkered down. Cup. Yeah, we hunkered down and we got that done. Like I think we did. Yeah, we did it. It took a up. long time. It yeah, was the but, longest I spent doing a raid. Yeah, I I remember getting into it. I remember everyone being like, "Let's well, see, it's hard to even get into because you got to stand on the three things or whatever and unlock the the gate." That's yeah. fucked. Uh, Kyle and I, one one meet who's not on this episode, have been playing. Uh, and Kevin actually played last night a game called Hell Let Loose over on Steam. Uh, currently in early access. It's a first-person shooter, kind of in the vein of a, a battlefield. Uh, sort sort of, kind of falls somewhere between something sort of simulation-y, like, like Arma, and uh, something a little more arcade like Battlefield, where, uh, for example, you have icons above all your teammates, little blue icons, he's like, oh, I can see my teammates through the trees or whatever, but there are no hit markers, so when you're shooting at somebody... It is fucking impossible to tell if they are dead or hit or if they just went prone or what. And it is this um, kind of information light version of Battlefield where like like kind of the old Battlefields, you have someone who's a commander and there are, there are kind of limited tools. Like a, a plane can sort of fly over and spot people and, and put people on the minimap. But other than that, it is a commander who talks to squad leaders that... And they, they kind of share a, uh, like, a VIP, a leader chat. And then the leaders can talk to their, I think, six six squaddies below them. Or I think six total in the squad, so five below them. And it's a lot of, of 
relaying information of like, uh, oh, I see, I see an enemy squad spawned over at you know whatever coordinates on the map. Uh, whoever's back in base, I need you to shoot the artillery at this spot. And whoever's back at base, you know, it's, it takes a few minutes to move the big artillery gun, turn it over, and they shoot, and they have to call it to someone because they can't see. Like the the target is miles in the distance. They have to be like, okay, how am I? Do I need to, you know, aim aim to the south or the north or? It is this, uh, it is World War II, I guess I should have led with. It is this kind of simulation World War II first-person shooter where, like, when you reload, for example, you throw the mag away. It's not, it's not I have... I'll out. Yeah, it's not I have, like, 30 bullets and I shoot one and poof, away we go. Um, and it's, it's slow-paced. They've too far. It's it's slow paced because of that. You you're doing a lot of like hunkering down in a position, and and I like to play the machine gunner, and I do a lot of I'm just spraying in the general direction of the enemy, and hopefully somebody is over there and getting suppressed and it's letting my team push up a little bit. And you are kind is of it like super uh, quick uh, time or death too. I yeah, imagine. really really yeah. fast. It's it's like. The first, like, five hours of the game, you kind of just don't get any kills. You never see anybody. It's fucking impossible because you're playing it, like, Battlefield mostly, running around, and and Kyle has this problem where he, he just doesn't play the tank classes with me anymore. It doesn't go in vehicles because he's just too impatient. Like, in vehicles, you kind of got to find a good spot, sit up, make sure there's, there's other tanks where you get a reposition and and the whole thing, whereas Kyle just likes to get in there and get kills. Kyle's, Kyle's in for the blood. And uh, it's it's uh, it's one of those games like Battlefield, even more so than Battlefield, where uh, it's not about the kills. It's uh, you know some, sometimes, often, in fact, it's just about being in the right place. I'm just in this place shooting, which is applying pressure, which is keeping these these other guys here so that you know our uh, 50 other teammates can go and do something on the other side of the map. Hundred hundred player count, which is big, uh, big big maps. Like sometimes you're running. It it kind of has that. PUBG feel sometimes where it's like I ran for five minutes and then just got sniped and I don't know where from and now I have to go respawn and run all the way fucking back out here but that's uh, that's very much part of the the strategy of the game where um, you only have each team only has its initial spawn and squad leaders have to as, as you're pushing up you're advancing the front by uh, creating spawns so that your runtime is way shorter and you can have more people on the front and and that naturally makes you kind of push the the battle line towards their side and then is it like tickets or something? How do you how do you win? It's uh, uh, control the point. It, it get uh, like tug of war style all the way to one mm-hmm. side. But it usually, I think the points give resources. I'm a little foggy on how the commander stuff works still, but I think the points give resources, which are used to buy like tanks and airstrikes and and power ups, kind of in in that battlefield thing. Uh, Andy, do you have a question? You look like you something on your mind. I had a comment just on how you played that game, and judging by how you play Battlefield. Well, here we go again. Here no, we go. I, yeah, Eads and I are going to fight more again. Here we um, go. But it, um, I, it, it sounds like, like I like the idea of it kind of being a slower pace and kind of like a pick a spot and less of a running gun. Because even when we play Battlefield, you like to do that, where you just be like, oh, we're going to set up a spot on the tank here and sit here. And then it got to the point where I was like, Okay, we got to just like go because I don't want this boring. I don't want to do yeah. this. There's a but lot of like I, you. You seem to have this place uh, under control. Hey, it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna duck out of here. Yeah, but whereas this game, it seems like it encourages that type of play, which I think is really cool. Like it's because it, even like looking at screenshots right now, like it looks like a battlefield ass game. Oh yeah. So the fact that they've found a way to still change up that way that the game's played, uh, I think is really neat. I like that idea. Like it sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. It feels good, and it, it, it reminds me a lot of playing paintball, actually. It feels like paintball. These long periods of just waiting in the brush, 
and then like <gasps> somebody's walking by like f- three or four minutes of incredible excitement and then and then five more minutes of just crawling through the brush and it really has this kind of uh you know like like i imagine real war you wouldn't be about just racking up headshots on on infantry or whatever right it'd be oh, okay oh, give, give me well, i mean i would be but you wouldn't be <laughs> Uh, it would be more just like, you know, I, I need suppressing fire at the general direction of this church. Shoot at the windows so that their sniper can't look out. No problem. My yeah. guys are going to push up. And it's very, very team and communication oriented. When when it's popping off, it's super fun. Uh, but also you'll get into those games where just nobody's talking and everybody's just kind of running around shooting. And it's it's not, I don't think it's great when it's played like, you kind of got to play to the spirit of it a little bit. Otherwise, you just die. You just lose a lot. You're just out in open fields getting shot. There's no, there's no like bullet indicators to tell where you're getting shot from. It's, uh, it's hell. Yeah, like it encourages smarter playing. It's not just like, you know, like don't get me wrong. I still love like the mindlessness of Call of Duty of just jumping in and just shooting guys. But it sounds like a nice change of pace from that and gives you an option for something a little more in depth. Yeah, and there are no scopes other than the sniper. Nobody that I've seen has a scope, so it's a lot of like you're looking for a pixel to move in the distance and being like, "Was that a tree?" I don't know. Gah, 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 gah. Just unleash hell towards it. Hell let loose. Uh, Andy should come play with us. Also, I think it's like twenty bucks or something. Uh, it'll it'll have a real hump that I know you will hate. Where you're just gonna more than battlefield, you're just gonna get fucking murdered for the first like four hours until you sort of figure out the weird pacing of it player player at home be warned i actually played this game with max and i don't remember who cream or someone or burke or whoever and uh refunded it hated it because the first two hours like i didn't even get any kills i didn't even see anybody fuck this and then kyle tricked me into buying it because i even said, i was like is this that game that i bought and didn't like i remember i played on stream with max he's like no 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 that's not this game it was this game <laughs> uh and actually had a really good time with it. Played like 20 hours so far, so. It's cool. Hell let loose. Nice. What have you been playing, Andrew? Nothing other than Destiny and Apex. All right. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> nothing, to be sorry for. nothing to be sorry for. Playing the Those game of life. Those are two fantastic games. Yeah. Brand, on the other hand. <laughs> was that on this podcast last week where... Yeah, because I was just listening to it, I think, where... I don't even remember what we were talking about, but... As soon as we don't like something, as soon as something is yeah, like oh, a yeah. 9 out of 10 instead of a 10 out of 10, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you been playing? What have you been up to? I have two little bits of news. Mm-hmm. Um, I beat uh, Mass Effect 1. Congratulations. Thank you. Felt just as good this time as it did the prior 22 times. We will never have a villain as good as Saren again. Saren is a very good villain. He's mm-hmm. the best villain in, uh, in the Mass Effect trilogy. Um, Fred Tassio, I really knocked it out of the park. They have uh, uh, really given that game a a really nice uh, coat of paint on like the on the macro level, like mm. the 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 skyboxes and the lighting and everything look absolutely incredible. Uh, on like kind of more of a technical like a movement level and on a like going from character to character, cutscene to cutscene. It has all the exact same, like, <laughs> weird, like, oh, he's not looking at me. And you know what? He wasn't looking at me the, in the yeah. regular edition when I asked this either. It like, does that thing where it shows the shot of just, like, an empty corner. You're like, somebody was probably supposed to be there, but, yeah. oh, well, and cut there's back. Like, there's, like, a part, there's a person who, and I remember this because it happened every time, every single time I played through Mass Effect 1, and it made me laugh out loud because 
it's still there in the remaster is I went uh, and talked to a person on Pharos who is kind of like crouched down working on something. And when you talk to them, they are standing up. It cuts from them crouched mm. down when you approach them to them standing up and then quickly shoots them back down and then has them get up. And I'm like, what is that? How has this yeah. not been fixed? How I know is this exactly not one of what the you're talking about. Yeah. So, um, it's the little things, uh, you know? It's the little things. And, and I guess maybe it's, I mean, on one hand, I could be like, don't put a remaster out unless you can fix all the little things. And then on the other hand, it's like, well, I'm happy to be playing Mass Effect again. Maybe if they were ever going to fix all the little things, they would have just said, we're not going to remaster Mass Effect. So, Yeah, I I wonder if it, you know, they like lost the source code for, um, I always Pinnacle forget Station. which one, Pinnacle Station. I yeah. wonder if it's a thing where like, nobody t- nobody messed with this thing. Nobody ever touched this again. We have yeah. we only have this one copy apparently of the Mass Effect source code. No, right. don't fuck it up. Don't fuck with it. It's built on like matchsticks. It's and amazing this thing worked ten years ago. Yeah, but it's like all the good parts of Mass Effect are also still there. All the uh, the music cues are fucking great, and uh, the the some of the speeches, the hold the line speech, all those little moments where I'm like, ah, oh, I'm just happy to be back. Hold the line. None of this has to be. None of this really had to be new. It was just an excuse to play through it again. Yeah, is that Kiri? Uh, so that's Kiri. Always a pleasure. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I got him out. I think for the first time in my history of playing Mass Effect, I got Kiri here out of there because uh, there's like a whole like um, series of little side things you can do while you're storming the factory uh, to like make it easier on his team. Hmm. And I think I've never before done enough of them along the way to get him out of there. He kind of just goes down as part of the mission. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever gotten him out or if I think either way you'll get him be like reminiscing about the hold the line speech or it's another Solarian being like, remember another Kirahi Solarian. and his hold the yeah. line speech. I think it's Morden. Morden's like, oh, oh yeah, you're right. Under yeah. yeah. Tremendous. Yeah, uh, those games are great. I finished yeah. it. I, uh, despite doing everything in that game, did not max out my level. Oh wow! Um, are you on the new uh, one to one to thirty? I'm doing the one to thirty, and I finished at twenty nine. Um, but it, uh, as part of the uh, carryover process, uh, twenty nine is enough to get the maximum um, carryover bonus. So, because mm. instead of the galactic readiness in three, because they don't have a mobile game or a multiplayer. It's yeah. just completion, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's yeah completion percentage and and yeah how many like uh, uh, branches you kind of explored all of conversation branches you explored your way all the way to the end of because some of those galactic galactic readiness people at the end it's literally just a conversation you had yeah uh, where it's yeah, like so oh, we'll did you convince ships. this person on the street to yeah send you a couple ships or <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I, I've done the prologue for Mass Effect 2, which is one of my favorite video games of all time. So. Mass Effect 2 might be one of the best video games of all time. I mean, it probably is one of the best video games of all time. It's so good. fucking good. Oh, it's hard to overstate how good it is. I also think maybe because of the changes they made, but I found I used to find Mass Effect 1 very much on the hard end of that mm. trilogy. Uh, and maybe just because of some of the changes they made in the in the shooting, and they kind of uh, brought brought it a little bit closer to Mass Effect Two, it seemed really fucking easy. And yeah. I was playing on <laughs> Veteran, which means there's still two difficulties above it. But I remember playing that game on Veteran before and being like, 
this game's way harder than the other two games on veterans. You've played the, is it Insanity? Is that the yeah, highest one? I've, I have beat them all on yeah. Insanity. Everything's, everything's cheddar after that. Yeah. I remember I did one on Insanity, and then two I broke on the, the prison level where you get jack out, I think. Yeah. With those fucking turrets. That guy's like in the, the, the blue energy bubble, and you gotta take out all those pylons to open it up. Oh, mm-hmm. that level sucks. Love Mass Effect. Ask me to go listen to our Mass We only did a Mass Effect nope. 3 spoiler cast, right? I don't even know if we did that. You guys did that. I yeah, did not do that, that. That was before you were on the show. Yeah. We should you, do a Mass Effect 1 and 2 and, and 3 someone. spoiler cast. Let's see. Dan, maybe? Yeah, I think you're right. I think that was the Dan one. The one piece of content that I ever did with Dan. Yeah. Uh, we should totally think about maybe doing a Mass Effect spoiler cast once, once everyone's played through the Mass Effects recently. Everyone is going to. It's probably you tap me. I'll be there. I mean, depends on the day of the week, but it is. It. I, I will. Uh, depends on the day of the week. It's Say one it. of my favorite Say video it. game series. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. It's no. not my. I can't put it over the top. But like in a world where Metal Gear exists, but sometimes Metal Gear is really bad, and so and Mass, Mass Effect is consistently. Add Mass Effect's worst. It's still pretty fucking good. Yeah. The, so the thing with Mass Effect is like I I did some. Like I went did a completionist run on Mass Effect One. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took me thirty five hours to beat that game, um, which normally it takes me like twenty five maybe. Um, but it uh, like where that game really gets bad is even though they've kind of redesigned the the Mako controls, is just when you know as part of getting all the assignments done uh, in your logbook, you are going to spend so much time like bring a podcast amount of time fucking just driving up mountains and it's not a perfect game you know it's not no but the, without the, like, issues the, the open world part that they tried to do the the padding out uh is very patty the planet scanning the planet scanning fucking did they, no, didn't the they change that is better. the planet scanning is better than driving around oh yes a barren wasteland still bad yes yes and they didn't they didn't quite get it until three well, yeah, in 3, they had a whole new way to pad it with, with what if we had these loot boxes and this multiplayer, but it turned out they actually made a really good multiplayer that people apparently Yeah, but liked. that's a different kind of padding. That is not padding the length of the game. That is uh, trying to get money from us. Yeah. Well, yes, you're, you're right. It right. artificially pads the game, but the solution is not a time thing. It is just a spend some money on... What was the mobile game like? I played a little bit of it. It was dumb. I remember playing... I specifically remember that playing that in the Jock Lounge in college with you guys. Mass Effect. Is that Infiltrator? Mm-hmm. That's the... Dude, Jacob, I believe. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, maybe this is not. Third-person shooter developed by Iron Monkey Studios in the Mass Effect universe. Was released in 2012. No, this can't be that one. Oh, no, because yeah, that would make sense. Came out right before Mass Effect 3. Okay. Weird. What a weird time. Anything else? I don't even know who we're talking to. Me. Mr. Brando. Um, also capped It Takes Two. Oh, you guys finished. With my former roommate, Warren Barris. Our relationship has never been stronger. The apparently funniest game in the world. 
It's fucking pretty funny. I was in a a party. Andy and I were in a party chat with you guys, and it was just Warren and Brando just like side splitting, like yeah. gas it was, slapping their knees, gasping for breath. Like <gasps> it was it was this like weird chat where it was me and Warren like barely being able to breathe. We were giggling so hard sometimes, and then. Matt and Andy cutting in with like Furious subtle jabs about their fucking crucible efforts. Yeah, you don't see like, a lot of bows. <laughs> and oh, yeah. Brandon be like, "He's saying you suck, yeah. <laughs> fucking guy." And Matt would bring up well, the not shotgun really, thing, but and Andy's like, "You you seem to be having more trouble with the shotguns than I am." And Warren's like, "That he's saying you suck." <laughs> Dab yeah, on. Matt and I really get along well playing games. That's why it takes two sounds like the perfect game for us to have to cooperate yeah. on and play together. Hey. Hey, it takes two is about overcoming the uh, toxicity in your relationship uh, and, and and trying to work past it using traits that make you you guys special, which I've yet to see from either of you. Yeah, but, fair enough. Um, we have traits that make us special. They just don't yeah. meld together well. Yeah, mine are just below it's the belt, so they don't show here on the podcast. Okay. I'm talking about my club foot, Andrew. Thank oh. you for... Yeah, we should play. Uh, I'm looking at it right now this game called uh, I think it's Morkred. Is probably how you say it. Uh, it's on Game Pass. It's about it's a co-op game. I think it it's a single player. I thought it had to be co-op, but it's two people who have to like roll this this orb of light. This like, it's the only light source, I guess. And you have to, like you work together to roll it through this looks like a dark dungeon. You're kind of solving puzzles with it together. Looks neat. Uh, I think Andy would be way less into that. Is, I mean, it is not an exclusive list. We don't have to play one or the other. I'm just saying at some point, no, some of us should I'm try this game. I'm saying that Andy, Andy does not very much like puzzle games. Oh, it's one of them. Think, well, I mean, I don't know how puzzling this is, to be fair. I'm just sort of... Uh, it, it just, it's described as a physics-based co-op puzzle game. Is the light ball that you're rolling around the Traveler? I can neither confirm. It says the orb protects, so... Mm, uh, so it's a prequel. I can neither confirm nor deny, but that would lead me to believe. So we're playing as the Elixni. Oh man, it's and fighting the darkness. Don't you want to know why the Traveler left the Elixni? Don't you want to yes. know why they became the Fallen? See, well, the well, answer's way in more cred. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, I will, I will be more. Li- I would be more likely to play a puzzle game with someone. Um, I actually don't mind that as much. Like Brando and I, when we went to Texas, we played a lot of. Uh, Box Boy and Box Girl, which was a lot oh, yeah. of fun. Uh, a puzzle game, but I'm playing with someone else, so I can sit there and be stupid, and he can think about everything, and I can be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> and then just do it. <laughs> and then that's entertaining for me. But I don't like puzzle games on my own, though. Yeah, I, and It yeah. Takes Two is a much more um, uh, like plat- uh, puzzle platformer. Yeah. Uh, where it's not like straight puzzles, where it's like, okay, this is puzzle one, this is puzzle two. It's more like... Oh, I see. You got to go around and use your power to get the rope down to me, so I can use my power to get the board over to you. That kind of thing. Yeah, this my. I'm just watching the trailer. My gut instinct from more cred is it seems less like kind of look at and solve this puzzle, and more like you know the two of you have to roll this ball on this slope. How are you going to work together to make sure the ball doesn't doesn't roll off the edge or whatever? Or like I see one where it's very windy, and one person has to roll the ball, another person has to move the the wind blocker. Seems it's, very uh, uh, physics based. It sounds like a Mario Party game. Yeah, you like Fair. those. Yes, <laughs> for the thirty seconds it takes to play the mini game. <laughs> uh, I don't I know if we've on. talked about this, but 
uh, It Takes Two also has, uh, like, it's a whole big, it, first of all, it's fucking long. It's long as all holy sin. Uh, we couldn't believe it. Like, we were laughing today uh, as we wrapped it up about literally, I think, eight hours of gameplay ago where we thought we were at the end. <laughs> How long did it end up taking you guys? Uh, we uh, we just played it in so many little chunks that it's tough to say. I would say over ten. Oh well, yeah. Because uh, uh, way I out thought, was like four, four hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. This game's way fucking better than a way out. Um, it is probably my second favorite video game, maybe my favorite that I've played this year. It's this game in Resident Evil. So, wow. I don't know what else has come out this year. No, can't, it's been a slow year. Can't so. dispute that. No. Anything else? Pardon me, Mr. Brando. We're, uh, sorry, sorry to the folks at home, we're a little burpy, because we're having some birthday beers. It's my birthday tomorrow. Oh, also, this is the last podcast, we're recording this, by the time you hear this, I'll be 30, so this is it. This is it. the last words from a 29-year-old Matt Eads. I just want to, uh, you know, I want to say thanks to my mom, my family, we made it. We made it! I, I'm excited to see how much more knowledgeable and wise you are mm. next podcast compared to this one yes and achy and and i got a good head start on on the pains and the aches yeah you're not even gonna have you're not even gonna be have enough breaths to make fun of me for my bow use and destiny you're gonna be too busy bitching about your body breaking down like after just like two trips up and down the stairs just walking like old furniture i'm not taking throwing up to the bin old old dressers and things just what a shell of a human i am <laughs> like holy shit i made it up the stairs the first time and had to do like a oh, oh this is 30 huh really it's a sitting in this chair for the last year straight almost let me tell you i've done about 14 15 months at 30s mm. not a fucking thing different no well, uh, it's, the world has been significantly worse. Yeah, so, 30, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Is a you, that we need. you hit 30 yep. and the world just fucking went off a cliff. Yep. So My birthday weekend was the first weekend of lockdown, I think. Oh, shit. Yeah, March 23rd. Yeah, because we, uh, we were supposed to go to a concert and stuff that weekend and yeah. you had it off. And Oh, wow. That sucks. All, all into yeah. shit. And then it was like, like you didn't really care at the time because what was happening felt so much bigger than your birthday. You're like, Oh my God, this is like a one in a century fucking health crisis. And now once you've gone through two birthdays uh, and two months, you're kind of like, are we going to open yet? Can we, I want to go have fun. Yeah. I want to go went and gassed up today. was wearing shorts and felt the breeze on my legs, which was shocking. I haven't felt that in a long time. You play anything else, Brando? No. All right. <laughs> Eads and I decided you have to say no like Zavala from now on. You got to be like, no. No. I, I did that. You got to really own the oh. Yeah. I, I, I fucking, I've just started adding it to my vocabulary of just things I say just in general in the in my general day to day now it just is leaked into that what do you think should no. we have mandatory vaccination passports yes or no <laughs> uh, call the man at uh i better not say what happened if international listeners phone into the podcast into the radio station that'd probably be fine like what i'm what, like the one i'm working at yeah i was gonna just say the number but i also don't think it would even work 
Oh no, it's just I've a had six I, digit. I've had people at TikToks before be like, "Oh, well, how can I call you?" I'm like, "Here." And I'm like, "I don't know," and I don't really want to go through the effort to figuring it out because hmm. I also don't know who you are, or where you're from, and yeah. I mean, I'd be able to understand you. And yeah, <laughs> you can't say that, Andy. Why can't I say that? All right, let's cut to a break. We gotta. I'm gonna do some editing on this one. Uh, see you here on the other side of this musical break. Let's talk about some news, gentlemen. Top story this week the world is shit. End of story. (laughs) Please. Uh, Did you guys see that? I mean, the headline I saw was the Pentagon suspects aliens are real. Like, legitimately suspects that it it turns out that they're releasing that that UFO uh, debrief coming up. Mm -hmm. Wild times. That's that's the thing we need. I was thinking about that yesterday. If if tomorrow I found out that other life in this universe existed, that would be the thing that would 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 just like Watchmen, would rally planet Earth, would rally the humans together. I think even, like, like I always was certain. It must, In my own right? way. It's such a big universe. Right, but I think the, the like, knowing that they're close enough to us, and, for and, us to suspect them, and I'm if like, like, fuck. It, well, if, this, if there's like, yep, they exist, and in fact have visited us, and some of these UFO sightings have been alien craft here or something, like, the implication that... That that almost can't come out because then there is the biggest conspiracy in human history would have been that we were alone in the universe. We have so many like scientific things and everything disputing all these and all the money and time. And like, well, you know, we're so a great filter. When did, when did we uh, uh, to the timeline? When do we think that that the government knew? Oh, I I. I, 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 we're assuming that yes, aliens exist, and like Men in Black is real, basically. No, but I, I mean, like they're saying now, hey, we think aliens might be real. Yeah. When do we think that they knew and just weren't telling us versus oh, like the, them telling us? The, pro- probably the forties in New Mexico is what I would guess. Like that, yeah. the Area Fifty One stuff, because even even the Pentagon is like Area Fifty One. Like it sure is some secret stuff. We're not gonna say it's aliens, but. Mm-hmm. We're not going to not say it's earlier in. Uh, yeah, probably the 40s. Probably, the, I would guess. I mean, I don't yeah. really think it's aliens. I think it is, like, probably very advanced aircraft built by super-secret governments somewhere or something. Like I, somewhere, I think, somewhere else on Earth? Yes, I think humans are getting up to some fucking high-tech nefarious shit, and probably haven't for a long time. Like, it, the... the I, I, yeah, I don't have to go very far to believe, like, the grand conspiracy the lizard people run the earth type shit if if it just all came off tomorrow like yes this this cabal of individuals does run everything it turns out and maybe they do live again i'm sounding crazy but i'm just you know i entertain the possibility it's so weird that somehow in my broken brain that sounds more unbelievable than legitimately species from another planet who are advancing at a different timeline on a different uh rate of time than us and have also maybe existed uh, from a far different point than us, may have finally f- developed the technology to find us. Think of how crazy the conspiracy would be. Think of how many UFO sightings that have been so adamantly debunked by governments. And, like, think of 
everything that would have had to happen in opposition to yes, these things are real and are visiting our planet and real physical evidence of them exists and here it is. Like the I'm not again, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. That's like that's the whole yeah, Illuminati probably run the, the run the world, run everything. There's there's probably a select group of people who just run everything. That's I don't think I totally understand. True. I don't think I understand what your point is. You're that saying that I am ready to believe either way. I'm ready to believe it grand either way, it is the biggest conspiracy in human history. If aliens have existed and we have known about it and somehow covered it up, that is yeah. the biggest conspiracy in human history. If right. Aliens don't exist, but the world is instead by run, run by some shadowy cabal that is inventing these super future tech weapons that nobody else has access to. I would also be totally prepared to believe. Right. I'm ready to believe. I, I don't want to believe, but I'm ready. I want to believe the aliens have found us. Yeah, so do I. Well, do I? Like, Worst case what if, scenario. What if we found aliens? That's what scenario? I always think of. Worst case scenario, they blow the shit out of us. Yeah, uh, I think that's. Oh, wait, did not you say best case bad. scenario? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, <laughs> just end it now. And then it only goes up from there. That's right. Maybe they show up and they're like, "Hey, you guys like beer? <laughs> <gasps> Do we? What? Uh, what, what if we found aliens though? What if we went the other way around and we found another species? We didn't know life existed. We found this other species. They're more primitive than us. Also, uh, oh, they got oil. They got oil. Like I have zero faith in humanity to to approach that situation responsibly. The proud nation of Alberta yeah. will. <laughs> I would be. I would be very strong. much so if I had to pick whether or not we approach it from like we would. St- it would start off like. How can I explain my thought process on this? It would start off with like you know when you first meet somebody and you're kind of feeling them out. Like if we were to discover somebody, that's how it would start off with our curiosity to be like, oh, there's this new people. Let's see what they're about and get to know them. And, oh, they're kind of nice. And, oh, their planet has a bunch of resources like ours. And then after a while, once we kind of get to know them and like a relationship, a relationship starts to develop. Oh, absolutely. The scheming will begin. Like it will not take long before mm-hmm. people are like. How can we get this stuff for ourselves? How can we fucking double cross? Such a cynical take on this that I don't even Aliens. know if I should say. Aliens will be trying to contact us, and Andy will be like, "I don't know. I don't know if I'll understand you." I, I, <laughs> I think it's another language. <laughs> Dude, don't call the station. Fuck, I can never understand them. Uh, Is this an alien? <laughs> the uh, I, I have zero faith in humanity's ability to like approach that peacefully, Andy. The the fact that someone's skin color is different than someone else's skin color is enough to spawn these millennia long conflicts. Like, oh yeah, no. Well, what if what if this completely different race that maybe maybe it is like maybe life it won't be life as we know it, right? It'll be something we can't interact with. It'll be uh, being comprised of radio waves or something. Like, nah, I don't know. Yeah, well, that's why I, uh, it's going to start off as curiosity, and then just our old uh, our old nature will just eventually take over, and that's I- exactly the problems we have here, and all the issues with the uh, d- different varieties of people here is going to happen with if it's aliens from somewhere else. I firmly believe that, like on like before, you can get to the level where I'm comfortable being like we could cooperate with people from other planets. Uh, we would have to achieve some sort of like planetary cooperation ourselves. Yeah. We got to have um, it starts. Like, there's no way we're willing to go like be like, well, I don't trust the Russians, yeah. but the guys that I, I can't see past the horizon. I'll work with the benevolent Venusians, but yeah. not 
<laughs> fucking Somalis or whatever. Yeah, anybody. Yeah. So. Ugh. Anyways, that's that's what I think we need. Alien life exists. It's been here all along. Here's this renewable energy source. The planet is saved. Speaking, I don't even remember how we got here. Something I was I was like, ah, oh, this planet sucks. Everything it's shitty. Uh, uh, something bad was what I was going from. Over to Ubisoft. <laughs> something else bad. Uh, report coming out this week, which uh, is something that I've been saying for goddamn months, if not, I think it's a year, because I think this happened last summer. I think their Ubisoft play was like June, so almost a year. I've been saying this for years! For a year! Hold Ubisoft accountable. There's a, a, a hashtag, I guess, on Twitter. Great work. A year later, y'all started a hashtag. Uh, report came out from... I don't have the French publication pulled, but uh, report came out from a French publication here that uh, allegedly nothing has changed inside Ubisoft. Uh, some some reports from staff currently employed by Ubisoft. I've just pulled some some Cole's notes here. Uh, Twenty thousand Ubisoft employees have been given a half day of training. Remember, they if if you've kind of if you're coming into the story uh, last year. Leading into this year, Ubisoft had just a host of sexual assault allegations. Every single studio... 99... Correct me if I'm wrong, please. Every single studio had uh, at least some allegations. The heads of a lot of studios did not leave the company, but were given work elsewhere for some fucking reason. And uh, Yves Guimont, the CEO of Ubisoft, got out on their Ubisoft... What's it called? Let's Play or whatever their 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 E three conference basically, and uh, very tearfully was like, "Oh, people have let me down." Blah 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 blah. We're going to put this in the video, but we 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 don't have time in the live stream that we are creating and producing, unfortunately, to mention the litany of sexual assault allegations. But don't worry, we're gonna edit it in after, and then they never edit it when no in one's after. watching. Yeah, yeah, they never put it in after. And uh, like it's just a bunch of a bunch of horseshit. And the report comes out, nothing has changed because of course it hasn't. Um Yan it's not Yanis Manis, that can't be right. <laughs> I think it's Yanis <laughs> Manit. The uh C here he would have been right, uh, what did this Sesame Street character do? <laughs> he uh like someone from Star Wars. Yeah, Yanis Manis. He was he was head of um Ubisoft Montreal. Uh, stepped down due to abuse allegations, and uh, Eve appointed his literal cousin, uh, Christoph Derenay, to take over. And uh, the again, I, I, I don't have the exact studios, but most of the heads of Ubisoft Studios are, if not Eve's family, then uh, very good friends of his from years past. And there is a long history. Go look at Beyond Good and Evil Two. There's a very long history of Eve putting his shithead friends in position of power and then covering for them when they inevitably sexually assault somebody. Uh, the response here from Ubisoft, which is fucking bullshit, they, they say, uh, <clears throat> over a period of several months, Ubisoft has implemented major changes across its organization, internal processes, and procedures in order to guarantee a safe, inclusive, and respectful work environment for all team members. End of statement. End of statement. Prior or in response to the this nothing is, has changed? This is in response to nothing has changed. Gotcha. Which is a total fucking boilerplate. Like, if this statement is true and you are disputing the fact that you are not responding seriously or, or taking seriously these uh, sexual assault 
allegations, you list the fucking processes. When, when, when someone's like, well, which processes are those, Ubisoft? Well, 20,000 employees were given a half-day training. That's it. That's all. What else? No, no, there, there, if, if there is anything, it is not being reported on. It is so well hidden. I got more training on how to wash cars in the Tim Hortons drive-thru during camp day. Better than having fucking your game lead touch your ass or whatever. Unreal, man. Jason Schreier also wrote this exact story a year ago. Uh, June, it'll be or so, so 10 months ago, where nothing had changed after the fact. And, uh, you know, here we are again, where nothing has changed. I still put to you to, you know, talk about it. If it is, again, everyone has their hilt they die on, right? There, there are very serious issues in the world going on right now, uh, aside from video games, obviously. But maybe don't buy Ubisoft stuff. I don't know. That's where I am right now. I I don't think Assassin's Creed is good enough personally to want. They to make s- it very easy to not buy Ubisoft stuff. Mm-hmm. They do, True. but yeah. I mean, even if these games were good, and that's a really shitty thing to anymore. say. Even if I liked these games, I should say maybe is a better way to put it. Uh, I like to think I would still have the the what is it scruples the uh, moral fortitude. Yeah, to draw a line in the sand. It's gross. It's disgusting. And the fact that nobody, nothing changes and, and nobody cares because people like Assassin's Creed and wow, they're making that new division game. It's free, it's free to play. Isn't that great? Like, I don't know. There, there is a, I'm sure this exists in every fandom, but there's a, a, a percentage of video game fans who uh, more than will just put their head in the sand, like have to be validated in, in their decision. So not, not only can they not just like, uh, vocally argue. Yeah. Not only am I just going to cover my ears and like, I'm just gonna play the Ubisoft games. I don't care. Uh, it's, it's like a step beyond of like the words Gamergate to come out and like, okay, here we go. So, you know, look deep within yourself and decide should you, or should you not purchase Ubisoft stuff? Also the look, look into the audio issue with uh, Assassin's Creed on Xbox. It is something else something else that that managed to happen and also like do because there's just so many game companies that are like this it's true yeah ubisoft is today's story but yeah you well ubisoft is one of the biggest um i I guess that there hasn't been any action on it feels like where you know like chris avalo we we gaming had a big me too movement and a lot of people got kind of ousted and left the industry and projects very loudly and publicly are like, we don't have that person's work involved. We haven't for a long time. Uh, the fuck them. But nothing's happened at Ubisoft. The, the only things that have happened at Ubisoft, uh, like the, the, I don't, uh, Michelle Ansel, I think is his name. The designer of Beyond Good and Evil 2 was under investigation for abuse and Eve publicly said he will not be allowed to retire while these allegations while, while these investigations are ongoing and then he just quietly retired while these investigations were ongoing he didn't sorry he didn't retire he went to save the trees or whatever his no it was way stupider whatever what i need to know it was like save the llamas or something fucking stupid uh let's not be smirched llamas it will, hang on, I have to make sure I'm not. Like if the llamas are in trouble, like even if this guy is a good guy, but look, let's not let's not trash the cause. He's not a good guy, is the problem, Andrew. He's an abuser I know, of but women. The, but the llamas don't need to get dragged into this. 
I'm trying to see what Michelle Ansel is going to do here. Uh, stop working on video games. Focus on my second passion, wildlife. Yes, I'm going to go work with animals because they don't file lawsuits against me. Is that his quote? For touching them inappropriately. Um, is that also what they said, that he's going to go work with wildlife? He said he's going to go focus on his passion, wildlife. Okay, well, that's not his... He's been in the games re- industry since 95, also. The, the dude who made Rayman. Yeah. Fuck him. His passion is Rayman. Uh, I got some Overwatch news here. Fuck yeah. I pulled no this time. for you guys. Overwatch 2 will only have five players per team, gentlemen. Good, less stuns to ruin our matches. Overwatch yeah, 1 has bad, six players. Bad, though, that I have less people to blame my own fucking poor gameplay on. Right now, it's uh, two of each class. I don't know if these are the right names. Uh, two tanks, two defense, two attack. No, it'd be two. If it's the classes that exist right now, it's um, uh, Tanks, attack, defense, attack. and healing. Yeah. Sure. Or support. Anyways, it's going from 2-2-2 two, two, and two to 1-2-2. One, two, and two. Which is the one? Uh, tank. It's going down to one tank. Yeah. That's what we... Uh, me and Andy were talking about this yesterday, not having the info. Uh, and that is what we guessed. It seems that Overwatch has very much become a game that the tanks carry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have the good tanks, then you're, you're probably okay no matter what the rest of your squad looks like. So it seems like maybe taking the tank's collective ability to influence the game out... Uh, uh, is maybe a smart call. Yeah, or or at least like single-handedly kind of decide the game. Yeah, I mean, like anything, if you have unbelievable damage and unbelievable healers or support, uh, you can overcome it. But but it does seem like we'll get into games, and I'll be like, these guys have two really good tanks. We're fucked. <laughs> yeah, like it's impossible. And if they have a healer that's even like just like especially if there's a mercy or something back there and she just you know is like kind of good like just a mercy that just gets its basic roles of how to work like it's impossible like you can't fucking move them like they're just it's their health is never ending so i assume this means that really the story could just be overwatch we'll have five flyers going forward because at least i still truly don't know how this whole yeah, Overwatch two, uh, Overwatch thing works. Over because yeah. over they said Overwatch one and two will be fully compatible. They will play together. All updates, all characters will come to both. It's just Overwatch two will have, I thought, some single player stuff. Yeah, yeah I need to go back and see if they've uh, talked a lot more about this because they've also, I think, since the last time I looked into this stuff, had a, had a, a, a very real moment where it seemed like they weren't even making Overwatch two anymore, and now have announced something very tangible about overwatch 2 so i don't know if i believe anything i heard before that original e3 announcement anymore mm-hmm. uh, this pc gamer story as about a month ago that's a very exact date about one month ago it says on pc gamer says overwatch 2 is compatible with the original game uh, since overwatch 1 is receiving all of the pvp updates in overwatch 2 the two games will be completely compatible overwatch 2 players can party up with overwatch 1 players like they always have yeah, so when I read it, that's why I understood is that they're just completely overhauling it. Like yeah. the six, the six on six won't even exist anymore. All Overwatch, Overwatch one is. is going to become what the new layout is. This sounds or like I wonder new- if it's uh, almost like a, it becomes a launcher thing where you uh, have Overwatch one and Overwatch two game modes available, and then you're like, Could "Well, be. I'd like to play Overwatch one, play the six, and you'll play in the six v six pool." And would that that be like? 
Would that split up the player base too much, yes. though? Like, yeah, how would, would you be fine? Well, yeah, not not too much. There are a billion yeah. people playing Overwatch, but I, yeah. I, I don't know. I sort of read this like it'll just be five players now. It almost that's how I read it too. Me too but it, yeah, and I, I wonder if, like, I don't think you could go in today and just patch Overwatch and take a, a make it five players. I think people would just fucking riot. That would be a change way too big for a patch. Like, that would be a whole thing. But if you put out this thing called Overwatch 2, you know, suddenly, suddenly but, that doesn't maybe feel so, so but jarring. But aren't they just going to patch one anyway? Yes, you're right. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> I also, th- most people won't think this, this meta level. Why Overwatch 2, right? Why? Well, that's the biggest question. It may, like. I could understand why? building something from the ground up at this point. Having, but this isn't from uh, the ground up. This is like Overwatch 1.5. But I think they're, they're, they're like, they might be building two from the ground up, like graphically yeah. and everything. They're overhauling some characters too. Like Bastion's getting overhauled. Like, and especially if they're going to do five on five, there's going to have to be some drastic character changes in order for that to happen. Because it, it, to me, it totally the- reads like a patch. It's a big patch. It's like it's, it'd be like a point five in the in the version notes. This would be like three point five or whatever, or maybe point It'll maybe be like four. When- It'll be like when they came out with Smash Bros. for the Switch, and it'll be kind of like that type of an update. Even smaller, like, sure, though, because like you can't you can't play Smash Brothers with the Switch with the GameCube. You and I can't can't fire up those games and play together. They're completely separate engines, completely separate games. Yeah, I guess. Like the the compatible nature of these two. If you don't buy Overwatch Two, it will, for all intents and purposes, just be a big Overwatch patch. Yes. And I why think the two? <laughs> why the two? Yeah, I think I I think if you just patched it to that degree, people would be mad. But if you, you know, in in the shakeup that is two, I think you're okay to change things. And, and then if people don't like it, then then it's way easier to be like, whoa, we'll go back to Overwatch one. My bad. Well, and you're selling two because you want to sell something. I yeah, yeah I think they do. Honestly, okay. that might be all. I it think comes they, down to I think they make more than enough i wonder if overwatch is none of most... us are none of us are so naive as to think a company that makes a lot of money would just be like we shouldn't make a two because we have enough money but, well at the same time though like i think they're savvy enough to know that farting a product out just to have a product out is not if there's no meaningful thing to put in the product i they aren't well, smart the... enough they're doing what they're doing they're doing this <laughs> i think it's gonna be like they 20 are selling bucks. overwatch too that is a fact i think well not yet they're not well no but but i'm not sure what the argument is here that they're I, not like whether it's not, that they're not no, smart enough it's not or, an argument it's it could could they remove a person from overwatch one if overwatch 2 didn't exist could they patch overwatch one and make it five players five on five i think no i think no they couldn't do that no. overwatch 2 would have to exist in order to pull yes, that off that's yeah, right, you're right even that. though even though it's essentially the same thing even though it's the same thing right we're on the same page here because no, overwatch not, 2 is coming out but we, but it's we, just a, a name for kind of a single player expansion. Every change also, is coming to Overwatch. We still don't know what Overwatch Two is and what all the new stuff is that they're offering. Like they've said so little about it, other than some map changes in the five on five. Like they're saying they're supposed to be the single player mode. Like how involved is that? And like like I don't we I I can't say I I can't see it from your point of view yet because I still don't fully know what that new game is to call them out on and be like, oh, it's just Overwatch. It says here that all the PvP updates are coming to from from one and two. All the PvP updates are going to be the same. They're going to share. So I believe they are releasing Overwatch two because they want to sell 
copies of Overwatch 2 with this new expansion. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't disagree with that, but I also think they want to change Overwatch and this is the best way to do it. Yeah, that, that can be true too, yeah. I would love to talk to somebody. I, I, it's like, it's such a weird product. No, a product like this is kind of, I'm trying to think of anything like this that has been sold. It's like, it's like expansions of old, but expansions were a thing you either had or didn't. It wasn't like, oh, they bought the expansion, but we can still play together because then why would you buy the expansion? It's a... Because you're getting something with the expansion, right? It's just not the... Right, but everybody who has Overwatch 1 has no choice, right? If I'm like, I just want to play my 6 on 6. I like Overwatch 1. That's what I like. I don't want to. There's no such thing. There's just Overwatch now. Exactly, but that could happen without an Overwatch 2. I I get what you're saying. That's my argument. I don't think it would happen without an Overwatch. I think people would fucking flip. So you think that the they wanted to change the multiplayer so they developed the single player yeah so that they could sell a new version yep more more or less like yeah. but boiled down to its most simple point yeah totally I think they wanted to shake up their game that has been enormously successful for when did it even come out long like twenty sixteen Jesus for a long time now five years March twenty sixteen and also I think but it's, I also kind of maintain that you I don't they have the player base that I don't see why they wouldn't just be like, you can play the six versus six if you want, or yeah. you can play the five versus five. I, I, I agree. That's, that's what like, makes it so weird, is why isn't like Overwatch 2 just in, its own fucking game? Like, what, what, you could put five and six in for a while, and then take out six, and I think that would do the exact effect of Overwatch 2. It's a weird thing. Very weird. Yeah. Uh, what else I got here? Uh, quick one about Netflix. They are... We're not really sure what they're doing. They're approaching video game industry executives, apparently with the interest, some some interest in video games, whether that is adding a like catalog of games that you would download or stream from them, like their shows. I'm not really sure. Or if it's more like um, video game original series like Castlevania and oh, what was that British one with the choose your own adventure stuff? Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch, yeah. I'd be down for another Bandersnatch-esque thing. I thought that I thing was neat. I think they made one, didn't they? Did they? Oh, yeah, they I did. So. I, did I they thought like I remember something gaming or out. Something? I thought I remember something coming out and people saying it wasn't very good, but... I think I maybe also that remember that. No, I think it's... it's That sounds about right. I remember Bandersnatch being kind of, like, interesting. Me and Warren enjoyed our time with Bandersnatch. Yeah, so did I. Man, that... that I'm not making this up, right? It has, like, a completely unexpected kung fu fight. Yep. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I think Bounder Snatch is actually good. pretty good. I remember now. Uh, so that might be interesting. I started watching that uh, latest season of Castlevania. It seems pretty good. Yeah, and he stomped through it. Yeah, I yeah, I, I, I rewatched really the uh, the whole whole series starting at one, and have just just started the last season here, season four. Season one and two are so good, man. That end of season two, we talked about here before, where the castle is going all over the place. Oh, yeah, oh! I um. I I I I was because um, I talked to you about that, and I said season two is my least favorite. And then I went back and looked at them. I completely forgot that season one was like four episodes, yeah, super. So short. season one and two for me is season one, mm. and then season three is the one that I found a little bit more yeah. boring. But the ending of season three I thought was a banger, and then season four, the just... latest one, very good. I really enjoyed season four. It was probably my favorite season, other than the Dracula fight. 
tiny uh tiny spoiler for for season three when when you say you like the end of that season there is i don't know what's the last episode it's, it's near the end there's an episode where there's no sex in the show until suddenly literally every single character it's like a montage of like sex 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 like Fuck yeah. crazy this this is like a threesome going on over here and like yeah. It just it gets real raunchy for like fifteen minutes and then it settles back down, which I always thought was the funniest shit. I didn't like that because there was one specific sex scene I wanted to see more of, and then they're like jumping to other sex scenes, and I'm like going on this roller coaster of "Wow, oh, I'm really liking this," and then oh, no, this is stupid now. I don't like this anymore. Watching it through the second time, I think Alucard's sex scene is really funny. Like really, <laughs> f- I was just like muttering to myself as I go like, "Oh, we're all going to town on the old." <laughs> like his sex scene is fucking weird and stupid. Yeah, and then it just takes a turn that yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't that really. That, didn't. I think that that was part of like, yeah, I, I, that, that whole, that whole storyline and that part of that season, I didn't really care for. Yeah. It like I found it very confusing, and I was like, what, why, what no, happened here? Made, like, why? They had to have Alucard, so they had to have this like throwaway thing that made no sense. Yeah, which I like Alucard, but I just think they could have done something a little bit better than what they did. It was very like I don't care about what is happening with these characters. Yeah. Just show me more of what's going on with Trevor. And Cypher. Cypher. I saw her Cypher, name sorry. written and was shocked that it wasn't Cypher. It doesn't Trevor call her Cypher or does he call no, her Cypher? Cypher. Yeah, he just has a British accent. Okay. S-Y-P-H-A. Cypher Belnatus. Yeah. Anyways, their stuff was good. I like that stuff in season three. But yeah. yeah, season three is the weaker one, but definitely season four. I thought that the whole way through they banged it out really good. Yeah. I also don't get, didn't give a shit about, um, what's his name? Uh, Isaac a lot either. I, his stuff kind of was like. See the enslaved other, one, or the one who's like in the desert. He's the one that's in the desert. So yeah, okay. yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really care for his stuff very much, but. Uh, I got some news overall, on. Uh, oh, sorry, Andy. Sorry, no, I'm good. Overall, heck of a show. He was going to say, I bet. Yes. Uh, some news on the next Tony Hawk game. Apparently, we were small world talking about Bam Margera here. Well, just a few weeks ago. Uh, his brother Jesse Margera, who's the drummer for Seiki, for CKY, <laughs> for Seiki Y, uh, he was asked on a podcast. Uh, someone asked them, very, "This is good journalism." Very poignantly asked them if their music was featured in any of the Tony Hawk games. Uh, and Jesse Margera said, "Yes." He said, "Yeah," and I believe we're doing the new one coming out too. Which okay, that um, that doesn't mean there's a new Tony Hawk. That can mean a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the interviewer went on to say, like. Oh, yeah, something, something, something. I didn't pull the quote, but the, the interviewer, like, led him on in a way. It was like, oh, yeah, I bet you were pretty surprised to something about the new one. And uh, Jesse says, yeah, my son just got a PS5, and he got himself the remaster of 1 and 2. <gasps> Debunking that he was, in fact, referring. Oh, God. No, they're, they're, can you guys hear the Tony Hawk cops? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're shit. Coming. I've said too much. Okay. I gotta go. Someone's gonna come grind the uh, siren up and destroy it. Yeah. So go distract uh, Officer yeah. <laughs> Officer Jenkins or whatever his name was. Yeah, go go sketch the go sketch the cop car. Collect five uh, cups of coffee. The 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 not the remaster. It turns out, which is what uh, the interviewer myself totally thought he might have been referring to. So it seems like there might be a new Tony Hawk game out there, a next gen Tony Hawk game, uh, Pro Skater specifically. Worth remembering that the team that did the one and two got kind of blown up. Um, like, like, like uh, they're no longer a team, right? Folded, folded into other areas of Activision. Yeah. 
which is not to say that they weren't already done this. It is not to say that someone else didn't do this. Uh, but it is weird that you hear that the guys who made one and two are kind of getting redistributed. And but also three and four coming out soon. Maybe they've been working on it. Well, this would be Pro Skater. Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 1, Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 2. I don't know how that... Does it turn into Thug at some point, or is that a separate series? Three. No, you, got, you still got, got to do 3 and 4. Pro Skater 3, Pro Skater 4? If you're doing them in chronological order. You and can go then Thug. Want, I guess. Thug, thug, is, out, thug yeah. is not 3, though. Pro, no, it's Thug not, is not 3. Okay, no. okay. Yeah, I'm not uh, intimately familiar. But I will say, I will say, and this is probably an age-related thing, and I'm sure you have similar uh, point of view, I would maybe rather have Thug 1, Thug 2 come out than three and four because I feel like I'm getting what I want from that era of Tony Hawk pro skater out of one and two. Mm. And I will boot that thing up for a long time to come and play those parks. Yeah. Uh, but if you told me you were remaking thug where I get off my skateboard and go acid drop off the roof of the school into a pool, making a cop drop his or a security guard drop his, battery in the pool electrifying the pool and making the school doors open or some shit I'm in uh, I should play that game uh, another another update here to our Starfield rumor that we had last week um, this, this is my favorite segment of the show yeah this is this is out of Jay Scrizzle's mouth himself Jason Schreier mm-hmm. the, the big Jay Sheezy over at Bloomberg um, says TZD3 2021 Released late 2022. We heard the rumor shown at E3 may be released this winter, which may have at one point been the plan, but with the pandemic and everything now, expect it to be shown this year, which E3 is like two weeks from now, uh, three weeks from now, and uh, released late 2022. I don't believe anything I hear about the uh, release date of this game. Uh... All dates that I've heard so far, including the, the farthest away, seem way too soon. So Even from Jeezy Screezy? Even from Jeezy Screezy. Wow. Well, like, because he was the holiday 2022 one? Yes. Uh, well, late 2022. The, he's, late he's, 2022. Yeah, he's getting here now saying, you'll see it this year, it'll be out end of next year. It's the most believable one. Yeah. But it still seems like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm losing track of time from the announcement, but it just seems to make one of those games. Maybe it won't be one of those games. Ex- what I, was that, I guess that's the other way to look at it. Because you would also be like, well, where's Elder Scrolls? Then? Yeah. Well, that's, so it's a new engine. Elder Scrolls comes comes after, they said. Starfield and then, mm-hmm. and then Elder Scrolls 6. And this is a new engine that they're using for Starfield, which is the same engine they're going to be using for ESO. Uh, sorry, just Elder Scrolls 6, mm-hmm. which makes me kind of think maybe this is a smaller scope project to just kind of get their feet wet. The yeah, in this engine. You think in... In terms of just it being in space uh, and not being one if it is in mass, space, if, if we, it, maybe it's not even in space. Um, maybe the star field is uh, the friends we made along the way, and not in fact the field of stars. Um, if it is in space, it feels like just by its very nature of not being one large landmass, maybe changes development quite a bit. Like yeah. maybe making these smaller. Uh, and I would assume if they're trying to do something on the on the uh, scope of uh, Elder Scrolls, which they might not be, you'd have to make a lot of planets. Yeah, maybe it's the No Man's Sky thing of like, we figured out procedural generation in a way that planets are cool now. 
Yeah. Or maybe it's like there's 20 planets and each one is almost as big as a Skyrim map. God. Can you, we worked 800 <laughs> hour weeks. <laughs> Race cars. Man, I cannot wait to be in a studio again and not in the middle of this intersection, apparently. They're all bad. Everywhere yeah. lives bad. Yeah. Uh, Race cars from the town. My final story, this is a small one. Xbox and Bethesda, they're going to share an E3 presser this year, which makes good sense because one Ooh. is now owned by the other. Just the real, like, Xbox and Bethesda linking arms and, and you know, dancing the can-can at Sony. Last week, we had the rumor that Starfield was going to be Xbox and Win- PC exclusive. Windows exclusive. That's what it was. What that is going to... If we... I wonder if we would hear that this year. Probably. When they show it, you'd think if it if wasn't it was exclusive. Uh, no, Starfield. If Starfield was an exclusive. Didn't we hear... We didn't already hear that? I think it was rumored. Was that confirmed? I thought it was confirmed. Uh, let me just verify here. The weeks just blend together so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, latest reporting. I see reportedly. Yeah, all, all I see here is reportedly. I don't know if that's hard confirmed. If well, I did say confirmed last it? week, I might have... If Jason, if it's Jason Schreier reportedly, that's very different than reportedly Robert Downey Jr. will be back as Iron Man. You know what? I'm maybe not going to click on IGN after the fuckery this week. Uh, Tech Radar. I see reportedly. I don't see confirmed here. Um, bum, 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 bum. the IGN stuff this week. Also, you can you can go look into that on your own. Uh, they posted a statement in in uh, support of Palestine. Very, like, it was not an inflammatory statement by any means. It was just like, hey, here are some charities. People are suffering. Uh, these these are good places to help. Posted it, and uh, it was then pulled by management, which for a website that bills themselves as quote-unquote journalists is the most fucked thing you can possibly imagine. <laughs> that is the literal antithesis of journalism. journalism. That is the the, like... If journalists, overreach. if journalists swore a Hippocratic oath, it would be, we will not let management th- dictate what to put in the news, because that is not journalism, that's propaganda. But anyways, uh, management pulled their, their story down, uh, IGN Israel posted a bunch of fucking shit about how, like, it's a bipartisan issue, we don't want people to think we're in favor of one side or the other, <laughs> fuck off, bunch of horse shit. And more propaganda out of there, but um, the writers, the staff at IGN have come out since and said, we did not support pulling this. In fact, we put ourselves out there posting it. Uh, We are worried about potential repercussions, so on and so forth. And it sounds like the staff really put themselves out there to get that message out. So if you are going to shit on IGN, at at least know it's going to the right place. (sighs) <sighs> IGN, man. Last year. Was that last year they were stealing reviews? I think that was last year. What is time, gentlemen? Podcast at TalkingReckless.com is a video game address if you want to write in some thoughts. Uh, or you can drop these on our Discord, which you can find by going to the website, TalkingReckless.com. Click on the old Discord button. Weird, I typed in my email and it says, What is your age and gender? <laughs> Male, female... Hmm. Send the PSN gift cards. <laughs> to the- Tune into Tron if you want to hear me dead drop PSN gift cards to a shadowy individual. 
Uh, no, this is all right. This is a fake email. Great. No emails this week, but you can always write in your thoughts here. Um, next week. I don't know if we're going to be on next week. I'm going to be theoretically out of my place with what's next Sunday is the 29th. No, I'll be like moving big shit. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen next week. You might not hear from me. Me being we, the podcast, might not make it on air with the move and everything, but uh, we'll be on the week after, if not. I'm not too sure what's going to happen there yet. Andrew Captain, you look like you have something on your mind here to get out before we say farewell. No, I don't. It's I'm pensive, good. pensive. You're, you're leaning forward. You're, no, you're I'm really good. I just I had to on adjust. Hands. I was leaning on my back the whole time, so I just had to adjust position a little bit. No, my final thoughts are, um, you know, uh, maybe dip into Destiny and practice your shotgun skills so we can win some Iron Banners here before uh, before. Just like ends. I don't want to raid with Warren if he uses that fucking sword. I don't want to PvP with you if you use that fucking bow, Andy. I am up there with you every single Brandon time. Brandon Lynch, imagine you could be ahead. You could be better than me, Andy. If you weren't, take off the weighted clothing. Brandon Lynch. I, I use all the right weapons. You, in all Brandon, the right yes. Places. I will raid with you any day, Brandon. I'll follow you into the vault of hell, let alone the vault of glass. That's right. Uh, to you at home, thank you very much for listening. Rate and review us on uh, wherever you get this podcast, if you wouldn't mind. I think we're a five star podcast. Hopefully, you do too. Go check out the Patreon if you're a video viewer uh, on the YouTube. And you can see my kitty. Oh, she's not having it. Oh, there you go. You can see my kitty cat if you come watch the YouTube. Look at that. What a great kitty she is. She's very hungry. She hasn't been fed in almost 12 hours, so she's pretty much ready to uh, tear my arm Someone off. Someone call here. the cops. Yeah, she's... I don't know if you've been able to hear her. She's been meowing the whole time because... Oh, she's just wasting away. We'll see you next week here on the Video Game Podcast. Good luck, all talking reckless. We'll see you then.